Perfect Island. Anselm received an immediate reply from a monk named Gunillo, entitled A Response on Behalf of the Fool. Gunillo was a monk who believed in God but disliked the argument. He said you could prove anything perfect must exist using this argument. For example, I can conceive of the perfect island the island which is perfect, or that than which nothing greater can be conceived. Such an island must exist according to Anselm's argument. Why? Because it would be less than perfect if it failed to exist. But, argued Gunnillo, this is ridiculous, so the argument must be flawed. You cannot infer the existence of something out of the idea of its being perfect. It is simply absurd. And this is true of God as well. God's existence would require a different proof. The fool is right to say he can conceive of God not existing. Anyone who offers such an argument for the, either the island or God's existence must be joking. And if not, he would be the fool, and so would anyone who accepted it. Anselm's response was to refer to his second argument in Proslogion 3 about the necessity of God's existence. The second argument, Proslogion 3. So far, Anselm had argued that that than which nothing greater could be conceived, God, exists. But many things exist, books, tables, chairs. He now raised the question, is there anything special about the nature of God's existence? Could we conceive that, that than which nothing greater can be conceived, could not exist, or that it could cease to exist? Or, can we conceive of its coming into existence from non-existence? Let's think about that than which nothing greater can be conceived, being able to go out of existence. Now think of that than which nothing greater can be conceived, which is not able to go out of existence. Which of these two things is the greater. The God which can go out of existence, or the God which cannot. For Anselm, clearly, it's the God which cannot. To conceive that which nothing greater can be conceived, which cannot go out of existence, is a contradiction. Because we can conceive of something greater, namely, that than which nothing greater can be conceived, as not being able to go out of existence. It follows, says Anselm, that that than which nothing greater can be conceived cannot go out of existence. The same applies to coming into existence from non-existence. And his conclusion here is that God cannot be conceived either as coming into or going out of existence. This being must exist. It cannot not exist. This being exists necessarily. So God's existence is special. Anselm rounds off his argument by saying that everything but God exists contingently. That is, it can come and go out of existence. Anselm's response to Gunillo. Based on Proslogion 3 and God's necessary existence, 
Remember, it's not that God exists, but that God must exist. Whereas God's existence has been shown to be necessary, for Anselm, the existence of the island, and indeed anything else, is contingent. This means the ontological argument only works for God. Any island depends for its existence on something else, whatever created it. Whatever this might be, whether it's volcanic eruption, coral deposition, anything. Its continuing existence depends on the sea around it and other geological factors. In other words, its existence is merely contingent. It might not have existed and it might not go on to exist tomorrow. It is dependent on other factors. This is not a necessary existence. So the idea of the greatest possible or greatest conceivable island does not work. The greatest conceivable island would have to exist necessarily. And no island exists necessarily. It comes into being 